Welcome to Hiveline, the weekly podcast from the Beehive about the latest and greatest in pop culture. I'm Meg Walter in studio today with Remington. Remington, I don't know your last name. It's Butler. Remington Butler and Carson. Bound. Bound. I always think it's Brown. It's Bound. Everybody thinks it's Brown, but it's Bound, yeah. <laughs> My last name's Walter and everyone thinks it's Walters. So I feel your pain. <laughs> it's a real trial we have to bear. Yes, it is. Uh, Remington and Carson are the, I'm going to call you executive producers. Ooh, I like that. Of Provo's mm-hmm. Most sure. Eligible, season two just wrapped. Mm-hmm. You guys, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, there was such a difference between season one and season two in production quality. Like Just a good a difference? A great difference. Oh. What <laughs> caused that? Um, I think we just had the means to make it better. Financial um, means? Mm, financial, no. <laughs> but also we had the support behind us. So we okay. had support from more support from the community, from other businesses who wanted to work with us. We already had the word out about the show. Okay. And uh, we just had so many contestants apply and so many people wanted to be on board with everything that we wanted to try and do. Bigger dates, um, you know, a more strict schedule, like six weeks of filming, and everyone was just on board with it, which was really cool. So let's take a t- step back to season one. Ah, uh, season one. Tell me how it, what was originally called Bachelor Provo started. So it started in my apartment at King Henry with yes, me and Colin. I lived at King Henry. You did? Yeah, I did. You know the struggle. <laughs> nice. A million years oh, ago. <laughs> yeah, me and Colin. Uh, and Colin is just this adorable <laughs> shy young man and we uh what thought, is called was calling your roommate yeah he was okay. my roommate and uh i'd actually just met him like a month before we started the show <laughs> okay and so I, I pitched the idea to him we were joking around about finding him a girlfriend and how it'd be funny to do the bachelor format and so we handed out flyers to the freshman housing on campus and we got a lot of responses and it took off from there just the freshman housing uh, well, we put it on the freshman housing as well as a couple others like Liberty, the big ones. <laughs> but mostly it was freshmen that applied. Okay. And Carson, what was your involvement? Oh, um, well, honestly, I got a text one day from Remington and he said, uh, hey, dude, like we're, we're, we have this idea. Me and my roommate have this idea to shoot this um, uh, like bachelor Provo thing, like a, pro, a bachelor uh, version in Provo. And uh, I was like, oh, man, that like, uh, like, honestly, I thought it kind of sounded kind of dumb at first. Mm-hmm. And then I went to my wife and I was like, hey, you know, uh, Remington has this idea. What do you think about this? And he's, she said, oh, that sounds like kind of fun, actually. And I'm like, all right. So I texted him back and then, you know, we started filming like the next day or so. Okay. And uh, <laughs> yeah. How do you two know each other? We served our missions together. Okay. Mm-hmm. And did you have any equipment, any like production setup to do this? Yeah. So everything that was done in the first season was either my camera equipment uh-huh. or um, our other uh, producer, Matthew Stumpy. So most of it was like my stuff that okay. I just had before. Yeah. So you start filming this thing, you throw it up on YouTube and people are finding it. People are finding it pretty quickly. Were you surprised by that? Yes, I was very Definitely. surprised. And very. What was that like? It was crazy. We had like a small Instagram account and that's how we were going to like promote it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we put it up and then like literally it was the next day, like the next two days it had like almost 100,000 views mm-hmm. and it was just crazy. The Like word of mouth was how it spread so fast. Okay. And I think people just hearing... 
they're doing a bachelor in Provo. It was like the biggest thing and people were curious about it and checked it out. And of course it was fun to watch and cringy. And so, yeah, it was crazy. I was really surprised at how fast it caught on. Was it a little scary? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, hearing some of the feedback was kind of scary. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. And now we were like, oh, a lot of people are going to watch this. So we have to put like, we have to make sure what we want is what mm-hmm. we want out there, the quality. Yeah. You realize that you had to like put some work into yeah, this. Mm-hmm. Put some more effort Definitely. into it. <laughs> and so what did that look like? That effort? How did you improve the quality of the show? Um, soon after, I think it was, because we started the first two episodes were in Carson's dad's basement. Right. In Kevin's mm-hmm. basement. With the Jesus, the yep. portrait with, of with Jesus. And all the decorations. <laughs> yes. Yep. And then after that, we, we reached out to, or I think Wadley Farms reached out to us about coming and filming there. And okay. we thought that was a great idea and would bump up the production quality and just make it more interesting to watch. And uh, yeah, started finding bigger and bigger dates to go on. So we all love season one. Because it was so funny to see like Carson's dad's basement for the roast ceremony, like stuff like that, like made it really yeah. endearing and funny. And it was very clearly amateur in the best possible way, where it was <laughs> yes, like, it was. <laughs> uh, this is kind of interactive and fun. Season two looked like it was done by professionals. Oh, thank you. Oh, wow. Really so, cute. who helped you with that? Where did you find your crew? So we, after season one ended, we put out applications for cast and crew on our website. Okay. And we had about 200 people apply to be on the crew. And uh, we narrowed it down by what we needed and if people sent in portfolios. And then we interviewed them in person. And we just selected our crew from that. And we had about six camera operators who helped us out. It was mostly Matthew and Carson. Okay. Um, But we had a lot more help from other camera operators. We had production assistants who helped out, probably four or five on big shoots and assistant uh, director, assistant director just, and yeah. uh, social media. Were team. these volunteer positions? Mm-hmm. Wow. All volunteer. So why do you think so many people want to be volunteer to be a part of this experience? And just people just loved it. Like the crew that came on, they, they really, they just really just wanted to be a part of it and just say that they, they were a part of it, you know? Okay. So. And how's that feel to be so zeitgeisty that people are willing to donate their time it was good. It's pretty it, cool, yeah. It, it yeah. creates a fun atmosphere. Everyone's just excited about a project, and it just makes it a lot of fun. So I assume that your roommates were not Ellie or B or Lauren. <laughs> How did you find the girls for season two? Yeah, so that's a that was a fun process. So we had <laughs> 800 women apply, I think. Whoa. Yeah, we had 1,200 total, and I think we had 800 women and 600 men. Holy cow. So it was a lot of applications <laughs> to go through. So um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but what did going through all of those look like? Was it like a fast skim or like were you reading each and every application? Um, yeah, it was me and a couple other people helped go through applications and we yeah, we skimmed through most of them. Um, we did some like different criteria, um, like for most of the girls, if we if we had under 20, then we kind of cut them out. Ellie was like the exception because okay. she applied for the crew. Yeah. But every other girl who was under 20, we cut out. So that cut out a lot of applications, most of them. And then we looked through the rest. And... Okay. So how did you decide on Lauren and B ultimately? We just really liked them when we met them. And we thought they were all, we thought all three of them were very different personality-wise, age-wise, um, experience-wise. Lauren mm-hmm. was married once. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought that would bring an aspect mm-hmm. to the show, see how the guys would react to that. Um, they were all different, and we thought that uh, they would 
pair off nicely with the guys that we had chosen. And how did Ellie get involved? I remember hearing that it was like not originally planned, and then yeah. at the last minute she became involved. Yeah, Lauren was actually the only one who applied on the website, I think. B, okay. we reached out to, who's okay. a recommendation. And then Ellie, yeah, applied to be on the crew. And when we met with her after that, we all felt like we should ask her to be a part of the mm-hmm. cast. What was it about her? Ellie's awesome. Ellie has her life put together pretty well. She's got a big following on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. She she has her own aesthetic, and she expressed to us, too, that she was ready to get married and ready for a serious relationship. Okay. And we thought it would be really funny to see how the guys who they chose between 24 and an 18, 19-year-old. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was funny. Um, the guys. What were you looking for in casting the men for this season? I think a big variety as best as we could. You know, we wanted the we when we first talked about doing the interviews, we wanted to have like our Vasa bros, we wanted to have mm-hmm. just the basic Provo bros, we wanted to have nice guys. the super nice guys, we wanted to have like the nerdy guys from all over the world just, as much as we could. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from different cultures and stuff like that. So, we just tried our best to make sure that it was different you know a big age age group yeah yeah and a lot of them are well known on social media was Mm -hmm. that intentional well they applied so they reached out to us yeah they none of them were recruited no okay and and like that wasn't a criteria at all like making sure we had a lot of people or people that had a lot of followers that definitely wasn't we just liked them you know like keaton we just liked him when we met him yeah and you know daniel was just super funny and we're like you know we love him so yeah it wasn't like they needed to have a lot of followers, but that was just kind of like a cherry on top, you know. So, and we we interviewed a lot of good guys, but I think yeah, like the, sure. one of the biggest things too was can you commit to the six weeks with the guys mm-hmm. and the girls? Mm. So a lot of people just couldn't do sure. the commitment. Yeah, sure. there's a lot of guys that we loved, but they just couldn't. They weren't able to do it, so it's kind of a bummer. But next season, next yeah. season, we had a great group of guys though. They're awesome. Yeah, for sure. So the model with which the women choose their teams and then the men could swap teams. That was like the most complicated trigonometry (laughs) equation I've ever seen. Who came up with that? So Carson actually, we wanted to do things differently for for the next season because we wanted to be a little more different and no no possible legal troubles this season. Sure. (laughs) So so Carson had the idea that we do three girls and then we worked out kind of how it would be more interesting to see if maybe the guys could swap teams and date Mm -hmm. all three of them kind of at the same time. Yeah, so like the original idea, I I just told Bart, I was like, dude, what if we had three girls and they kind of like pick teams for dodgeball? You know, like, you know, one girl would pick and then the next girl would pick and then just go from there and let the guys kind of switch teams too to bring some drama. So, Yeah. So the switch teams thing, that definitely brought a lot of drama. Do you, would you do that again? Yes. Yeah. Because of the drama? Because of the drama. Yeah, we like the format. Yeah. Okay. Um, It feels like B was put through the ringer more than the other two. Mm -hmm. How hard was that on her? Oh, it was really hard on her. (laughs) Was it? And, uh. Yeah, she she's expressed that in a lot of her social media stuff that she does and interviews she's done. But it was really hard on her to see um, not many guys left the uh, Ellie and Lawrence team, but there were at least three times that guys switched from B's team to other teams. So, you know, that's never fun. Yeah. Watching someone you want to date choose someone else. Um, so, yeah, it was hard. But I think in the end she she had like her main three, Daniel Walker and Keaton. 
And those were like her favorite kind of from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they were like very loyal to her, which was okay. nice. And she she accepted that and she was happy in the end with that. So could you tell from the beginning who the girls favored? Yeah. Yeah, we, somewhat. We knew much. from the beginning that they were, it would be like down to like two that we knew of. And were were they the two that they all ended up with? Um, I knew it was going to be Walker and Keaton. We yeah, all knew that sure. for a while. As far as Ellie, we knew Scott was going to win from like week three. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just chose Josue. And, uh, poor Josue. Poor Josue. <laughs> I, know. I love Josue. <laughs> though, yeah. He's a great guy, yeah. Such a good guy. Um, he just didn't stand a chance. Yeah, and we kind of knew Lauren was going to choose Jake after about the third or fourth week. Okay. I was surprised. I thought she was going to end up with Caleb. Yeah. Mm. I kind of thought that for a little bit, but uh, Lauren and uh, and Jake kind of started hanging out outside of the show a little bit, and so we were mm-hmm. like, oh, that's mm-hmm. it. that's the end of that. Jake was yeah. in here last week doing an interview, um, and it was interesting. I actually wanted to ask you guys about this because you talked about the time they spent off camera hanging out, um, and in more, I, again, I don't want to get you sued, but in like The Bachelor, Bachelorette, there's no time off camera, right? Mm-hmm. As, as an intentional choice because they want to capture everything they want to make sure they're there for all the important moments and it sounds like lauren and jake had a lot of significant moments off camera Mm -hmm. so why did you decide to make that okay jake told me that beginning it was like no outside filming Mm -hmm. hanging out and then at the end you're like okay you can hang out a minute was it just your softer side took over was it did you think that it was going to help the show in some way would you do it again in the future yeah um so we we set out the rule that they're not allowed to hang out outside of the show until we give the okay because mm-hmm. we want it, we don't want to miss like any major relationship developments off camera mm-hmm. and like things can happen so quickly if you go on one date you can realize you don't want to date them anymore and then that guy is kind of unfair to that guy yeah um, but yeah at some point we wanted to hang out so they can get to know each other so by the end you know they're saying the L word and yeah. things like that which happened yeah. which was nice so it's a kind of a tough balance but. Um, yeah, Lauren and Jake, I think, hung out the most outside of the show. Okay. Of more with him than any of the other mm-hmm. guys. Okay. Next time, will you try and prevent that? Uh, I think we'll, we'll do it the same way. We might push it, though. A little, a little bit harder, probably. Yeah. yeah. To when they can hang out outside of the show. Yeah. Just because there was definitely moments that we did miss. Yeah. Um, when they were hanging out. And, like, you know, Remington and I had talks about it. Like, you know, should we just, like, try to really stick to it, you know? But there really wasn't anything that we could do. Because it is just like a YouTube, like if they want to hang out, just, we can't tell them no, really. So so this is an interesting, um, I think, growing pain you might encounter because you are two nice people, right? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> to have, I think, a really uber successful dating, reality dating show, you have to maybe be a little cutthroat mm-hmm. um, and a little hard on the people who are participating in that show yeah are you interested in going to that next step and what will have to change if you are that is a good point because that's <laughs> definitely. definitely something that has come up in this season because i love working with the people and getting really close with the people i'm working with with the girls and the guys yeah um and so it, it's a tough balance being a host and director um, and trying to stick to the rules, but also letting them, because we want them to have a good time. Yeah, Everyone's volunteering their time. So we want them to be comfortable, have a good time, have fun. But, you know, we have this duty to the audience as well. Like we don't want them to miss out mm-hmm. on crucial stuff. So it's a hard balance. But yeah, I think uh, m- m- making that like step towards more of a 
boss than a friend has kind of been something that's been hard to me for me. Uh, is it something you want to do? Yeah, I think so. I think it's, it's a good yeah. experience, and I think in the end, it's it's worth it. Yeah, for the show. So what uh, what's next? Uh, well, we are planning on doing season three. Okay, we're gonna start uh, applications soon. We are gonna do some um, crowdfunding before we start. So we're working on a, a crowdfunding video mm-hmm. right now, and we're gonna see if we can raise some more money before we do it. And that um, money will be used for what? So that will go to me and Carson, as well as Matthew, our gaffer, and a couple other producers who help out on the show. And it'll go to be our crew as well for their time. Yeah, so mm-hmm. tell me about the time commitments of the show. Mm. So <laughs> oh, It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely a lot. Yeah. yeah, give me like a weekly total. What does, where are those hours spent? Well, for the, for the filming side for production, six weeks, four times a week. Four times a week. Four times a week, yeah. Probably, it was usually at least three hours. Cameras rolling four times a week. Yeah. Yeah. Three to four hours. About three hours in the afternoon. Mondays were about five hours. Those were Mm -hmm. the flower ceremonies? Those were the illumination ceremonies, yeah. Okay. And, uh, but then on the back end, pre-production, post-production, it's a full-time job for me. Are you in school? Uh, I took this semester off, but I am going to BYU. Okay. Carson, are you in school? Mm -mm. No, but I, I do have, you know multiple jobs that I do so yeah so it's a, it's a lot of a lot of work so in the future are you looking to outsource some of that um I think for next season what we want to do is keep it in-house mm-hmm. I think we're, what we're going to try and do is f- crowdfund enough money that we can end up paying our people and pay our own crew members that come and help and they make, come a day they get a hundred dollars a day kind of thing yeah kind of kind of make it more just worth our time really so you 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 did this season differently because you filmed it and then edited it. Mm-hmm. First season it was shoot, edit, release, shoot, edit, release. Yeah. This one was film, edit, release week by week mm-hmm. after it was all all filmed. Yeah, all filmed. What was the difference between those two in kind of audience reaction? Does that make sense? Like I feel like with the first one you were kind of watching along with everybody, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? You didn't know what was going to happen next. This time you knew the end from the beginning. um, And so you could watch people's reactions knowing ultimately how, Mm -hmm. how they would feel at the end. Was that frustrating or did you feel like you had more control? I thought it was a lot better. Really? And because in the first season, um, a couple things, if you're, it's just, the way we wanted to do it, it wouldn't have been possible to edit mm-hmm. and do it at the same time. It mm-hmm. would have taken us like three months to do it, a lot longer to film. And by that time, you know, everyone wants to date other people. Sure. <laughs> you don't want to be showing up once yeah, a week, you know, sure. to date one person. Yeah. Um, so like in the first season, a lot of the girls kind of started dating other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting engaged <laughs> to other people. Yeah. So we wanted to keep it, you know, as much, you know, as tight as we could. Um. I think it, it definitely was really fun, though, the first season, because I think we um, gained a lot of experience. And I think, like, going back to one of your first questions, you asked, like, the production difference. And I think we had learned so much from season one that we felt like we were capable of doing the whole entire season without, mm-hmm. um, you know, having to learn so many different things. Um, so I think it was it was really fun the first season, being able to watch along with everybody and you know, making our funny intros according to what the reaction was from the previous episode. Yeah. So that was really fun. But yeah, it, it would not have been possible to do it 
uh, the way we wanted to. Yeah, and um, if we're doing it at the same time as we're filming, then the girls and the guys see the feedback that everyone's giving them, and they might get they scared, might. and yeah, no one likes to one see negative we... feedback, and they'll be like, so we kind of trapped them, I guess. So do you do you think, like, B was surprised by how hard we all shipped her and Keaton? I think she was probably a little surprised. Yeah. I mean, we knew, like, she's definitely the most open and vulnerable Mm -hmm. and expressive about like her dating history and so we knew she'd be you know a lot of people would be able to relate to that but i definitely think she was surprised with how much love and support she got she was really happy about for her herself yeah Mm -hmm. do you feel like um i was disappointed when she chose walker was that kind of a general consensus across the viewership yes yeah (laughs) and did that affect her um well, it's been it's been pretty recent, but I think since like the show first aired up until now, I think she's been kind of accepting it, I guess, and dealing mm-hmm. with it and mm-hmm. like coming to terms with the decision that she made and knowing that people are going to be like she knew week one or week two, seeing how people felt about Walker, that people are going to be upset with her decision, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she, I think she's kind of she accepted that people were going to be angry by the end and she got ready for the reaction that happened, I suppose. And isn't that just kind of part of being part of media right you have to accept that people will have opinions Mm -hmm. yeah for sure how has that been for you too the fact that people have opinions about your show i think we just love it do you (laughs) do you love all of it yeah i mean as you can tell like from the first season we like i think after the first episode we're like oh man there's so many people like hating on this you know but at the same time we're like we we really don't care like we're just gonna take it and we're gonna roll with it and just make the best of it and like, I, you know, I enjoy, re- like, it doesn't bother me at all. And I don't think it bothers Remington much either anymore that, you know, people, people can say what they want, but it's still, you know, good. Any, any kind of, um, what is that we always say? Oh, any publicity. Yeah. Publicity. Any, yeah, yeah. Any publicity we get is going to be good. For sure. us, and so. like, it's, it's a dating show in Provo, Utah by <laughs> amateur expect? filmmakers. Like, it's pretty easy to make fun of. I mean, yeah. that's part of what makes it cringy, right? Is it's a dating show in Provo, Utah, and a lot of us is dated in Provo, Utah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I'm watching the girls at Peaks Ice Arena, I'm like, oh my gosh, I went on that <laughs> yeah. date. This is hard for me to watch because I've been on dates to Peaks Ice mm-hmm. Arena, and <laughs> this is too real. Yeah. Like, a lot of times it just feels too real. And it's super cringy, but you can't look away and you love it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We get a lot of people who are like, oh, my gosh, I did that. Like, yeah. oh, I, this happened to me. A guy did that to me once. And yeah. And it is a really good encapsulation of what dating in Provo is like. The whole team yeah, switching oh, thing. Yeah. And <laughs> guys yeah, being flaky. You have lots of <laughs> yeah, options the out there. And it's, it's tough. Um, you guys are really good sports, though, to accept that people have opinions on the show. Um, Ariana and I wrote recaps of the show. Oh, yes. And it's so much fun to watch About and engage that. with it. <laughs> if you want to take a minute and roast the beehive, you're more than no, welcome to. We love the beehive. Um, but it's really, I just think it shows that you have a sense of humor about the whole thing. Um, and you know that it's a show people are loving, they're laughing, they're covering their eyes while they're watching it, but they're ultimately very engaged. And people are invested, yeah, whether they yeah. trash like if, on it or not. If people are going to take the time out of their day to write a bad comment, they're still taking the time to yeah. like, guarantee they watched all the episodes. And yeah. that's, like, that's just good for us. So, like, it's really, it's, yeah. just, it's just funny. But and people, 
no one knows what me and Carson have to mm-hmm. do to make the show happen. People yeah. don't yeah. know the problems that we have during like production, <laughs> the editing problems during post-production. So people who the give us a hard time about it, stuff, yeah. they really just don't know what goes into it. So yeah. what kind of things do you go into and what kind of problems do you encounter? Oh, man. We, we have maybe audio that's not working or a mic that wasn't turned on. We have clips cameras that where the audio isn't on on their camera people lose footage 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 gets corrupted lots of that so did you have to reshoot no we never reshot we just uh did our best to edit i heard a rumor okay that scott and ellie never got a date during the summer yeah and oh yeah the ring making date was filmed after they broke up that is true yeah (laughs) so we had we had two weeks to do 15 dates yeah Uh, and so that's to meet families, dinner, and a date. Yeah. So what ended up happening is we we had to cut one thing out, and so we knew Ellie and Scott were going to end up together, and we were like, "Well, let's well, just do it after fine. the show." Yeah, they'll over. be fine because they're, you know, they were like going to get married or whatever. So you know, yeah. they'll be fine to do a date later. <laughs> they were talking about ring shopping, and we were going to go hot air ballooning and take them hot air ballooning and. Yeah, it, that didn't. yeah, I, I did. We did kind of push it off a little bit, and yeah. a little. We did film it like two weeks before it aired. Okay. Um, so we, we probably should have done it before they broke up, but it kind of didn't end up happening. It's yeah. pretty funny that it happened that way. Yeah, it was a very <laughs> awkward date to be on. <laughs> and Ellie can testify of that. <laughs> Were you surprised to see real relationships forming? A little bit, but yeah. I was I was happy. I was mostly yeah, just happy sure. about it. That's like that was the main goal. I mean, with Colin season, it was a little bit different. They're they're all very young, and it yeah. was kind of an experiment. But on this one, yeah, I think our main goal was to try and find these girls' relationships, and we're yeah. very happy that happened. Were you surprised uh, at how quickly they all fizzled out? I was disappointed. <laughs> I was very disappointed, yeah. but like I don't think I was too surprised. I mean, it is. Six weeks, yeah. and you really can't know someone too much after six weeks. Yeah, but I mean, it's happened before in Provo, as we know. So, yeah, I'm still disappointed. I think it's just funny, like he, watching them say "I love you" and then kiss on the camera, and then you know, getting a call from Remington, like "Oh, so and so, they broke up already," and I'm just <laughs> laughing my head off because <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, of course, of course," you know. I, I think it know. ended up as as best as it could. Yeah, um, for six weeks of filming, for the yeah, way it happened. For sure. We were very what do you think happened? With them after, like... Yeah, why do you think that it all imploded? Oh, strong word. <laughs> um, I mean, where's the lie? Well, I think they're just, like, they just realize they're all kind of different people. Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily, like, they're different off-camera than they were on-camera, but, like, what they want in a relationship and what they want the relationship to be is just different for both. For Jake and Lauren, it was very different. They're very different in how they, like, their roles in a relationship. Yeah. Um, same with Ellie and Scott, and then... Walker just yeah that's a whole that's kind of its own thing Walker and yeah. B but. I think it was almost like they were in their own little world in the filming process and then when it was over they were in the real world and it's just different yeah they're like oh we're different people and we don't you know want yeah. the same yeah they, at that point then they have to figure out what their relationship is going to look like and it just is different for yeah some people so. well and they were in a competition too right mm-hmm. and there's a yeah. game aspect to that and then when you win and you find yourself in a relationship and there are no cameras it's a different story yeah, exactly, they were definitely yeah. competitive so were they competitive mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely oh, yeah. can you talk about any any beefs um there wasn't necessarily <laughs> any beefs i there was definitely a lot of some tension between some of the guys like mm-hmm. walker and keaton they're, they're friends and they're still friends but sure. they definitely like there was a lot of like they didn't talk to each other at all like when we were filming near the end. Okay. Yeah. 
Was that, that awkward? One got in fights though. Um, it was probably more awkward for B. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. What surprised you the most, um, both in filming and in watching it back? Wow. Mm. <laughs> surprised me the most. I don't know. Were there any choices the girls or the guys made that oh. surprised you? I think I think initially we thought that some of them would pick some of the different guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. Yeah, from the first night, I think we kind of had in mind who would make it. And then it was kind mm-hmm. of different so that it caught us off guard, some of the guys they sent home. Yeah, I think, I think personally I was pretty surprised at some of the guys that went home the first night because a lot of the guys from interviewing them, they were just awesome. Who who were you Super surprised? Awesome guys. Um, James. Yeah, James. Yeah, James for sure. So that was interesting because he was so quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he talked about a little bit how he had anxiety in that, okay. especially in that competition. Sure. But anytime, yeah, anytime we talk to him off camera, he's you know super cool guy, super nice. Yeah. So yeah, I think that was a little surprising. Honestly, all of them like. Skyler, Dev, they are all just like the nicest yeah, Matt, guys Matt, ever. Like Matt. Matt was one of my favorite guys. He was the military guy. Mm. And he, well, he left the. Yeah, it was the first the, night, too. Yeah. So, so, yeah, some of their decisions surprised us, but um, I think just the bi- the biggest surprise was just the, the fact that we were able to do it, <laughs> do <laughs> it on time. People Relationships came out of it, yeah. Yeah. and uh, it, it happened. It all happened. Yeah. So, how many more seasons of this do you want to do? I think our our thing has been if if we twenty seven if we're able to do it and it's fun then we'll keep doing it. and people want to see it. I mean, it. you're going to graduate, right? Yeah, okay. And then Hopefully. you're sticking around. You're going to go to school somewhere else. You're going to get a job somewhere else. What wow. are you? What are your plans? These are big questions. I'm a, I'm a big question <laughs> asker. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't thought that far ahead. I'm doing advertising at BYU, and I think I'm, okay. I haven't even applied to the program yet. I guess the real question is, could this turn into a career for the two of you? And would you like that? I think it's just going to be kind of still a project. I think we're, yeah. this next season, like, we want to get more paid for our time, I guess. We're going to make sure mm-hmm. before filming that we have the money that will make it worth our it, time. Yeah. And we might do that for a couple more seasons if it's worth it. But in the end, I think, you know, if we have to pass it along, maybe. But mm-hmm. I think we want to move more into film and TV and start yeah. doing that. So is that what you want to do? Do you both want to go into media production? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's everything else that I do is freelance videographer, basically. Cool. So anything that, like, can help me experience and bring me closer to what I really want to film mm-hmm. is definitely good. But What do you but really yeah. want to film? Um. TV shows. Yeah. Or I would movies. love to make a feature film or a TV show. Yeah. Um, you know, anything. I really love filming like nature and things like that too. Cool. So it's completely different than reality TV, you know, but it's been amazing to be able to have the opportunity to actually do it. Yeah. So just a bunch of film nerds. Yeah. What role do you consider yourself to play in future media production. Oh, that was I, the weirdest way to ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a director. I want to keep you do. directing as many things as possible. And do you enjoy being on camera? Um, I enjoy being on camera. I like to perform. Yeah. You know, I like to put on a show, um, be in character, but I know I'm not good at it, so I'm not going to be an actor. <laughs> I think you're fine. Oh, so thank you. <laughs> you're good. I think, I think I have more skill in the planning and directing Ew. execution than I do acting, but I don't know. Well, cool. I'm excited to see what comes... From the two of you. Yeah, we have a lot of projects that we're, we've are we been thinking about, things that we want to do, then I think that Preble's Most Eligible will help get us there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, we'll see if people like it at all. Reality <laughs> dating in Provo isn't necessarily our end all be all. It's yeah, not. Definitely. It's not what you want to do for the next thirty years. No, we're I mean, not. if we make millions of dollars, then sure, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> no. Um, I would love to bring you two back in when season three starts. Um, kind of talk what to expect and what the process was like for you then. I assume it will even be bigger and better. Are you going to do the oh, same thing? Are you going to do three guys? The plan right now is three guys and thirty girls. We have okay. some ideas. We might switch yeah, we it up have a, a bunch little of bit. Ideas, but. Okay. As of right now, that's the idea. Mm-hmm. And applications will be available when? Oof. Hopefully before the end of December. We're going to wow. try and do our, our Kickstarter and the applications mm-hmm. at the same time. Okay. Awesome. Well, good luck. There, there may, rumor has it, David Archer Letter may or may not be involved in season oh three. Oh, goodness. So. Is he single? He's still single. He is. How old is he? He's 30. I think he's 30. Wow. Young. Early 30s. Yeah. Anyway, just putting that out. That's well, the ladies, ladies out there. listen up. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Very cool. Um, thank you so much for coming in. Anything else you want to share before we go? No, I think we're just, we're very grateful. I'm very tired. I'm sure. Burned we're out. both very <laughs> tired and burned out. Um, but we're, we're excited to do season mm-hmm. three. We have a great team. And um, yeah, we have an awesome, we're awesome just very team. grateful for all the crew and the cast and yeah. the, the businesses that worked with us. Yeah, very grateful. absolutely. It's hey, a, you guys, you've created something remarkable. Thank you. Thank you. It's definitely, it was, there were many miracles I saw happen <laughs> yeah. from getting it together. Places bailed and we were able to book things super last minute or just so many miracles that happened getting it all to That's come great. together. Well, I look forward to season three. I look forward to talking to you then. Thank you. We look uh, forward for the reviews. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.